T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome in, Beamaz and Beamer. Brian Mazarowski here, Joe Beamer alongside me. Joe Beamer, who is looking up, um, we have the TV on. Right now, it's uh, Regis is on. And it, Regis hasn't been on the show in a while, but it's still his show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's Regis. It what? just has two different hosts. Yeah. Has for like a decade. I mean, I, it's still Regis and Kathy Lee to me. It's still, I, I, you know, no offense to Kathy Lee, but it's just Regis. Okay. Like he's the guy. Okay. It's Regis's show. And Joe looks up and he goes, oh, is that um, Ryan Seacrest looking a little, uh, is that Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> like, no, it's not. It's that uh, Mark Consuelo guy. Oh. It looks, a, they look nothing alike. Well, a quick look, and I don't have my glasses no. on, and I've been yes, wearing my glasses men. more often. <laughs> like, um, a quick look. I don't know. Quick look, it looks like... Is that like, Ryan Seacrest? No, it's Winston Churchill, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not... I don't... Um, you're going to put something on your eyes before you drive out of here, right? I always do. All right, I, just I, making I, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look nothing uh, like it. I didn't know... Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they, look, they look nothing alike. They're not the same people at all. Anyways, um, welcome in Beamers and Beamer here on WBEN. Uh, Going to have a good day today. Uh, on our, our web poll, we were asking what you're um, hoping for for the new Bills season or Sabres season. Yeah. Bills on the brain. I'll tell you what. I, I mean, I, I, I have higher expectations for the Bills. I do hope the Sabres are competitive this year. But, yeah, those are two different expectations. Um, but... You know, I thought, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I think it should be fun. The way I, last year ended on a real positive, I thought, and I'd like to keep that going. Yeah, I want to build off of that. They've got a giveaway tonight at the arena. That's It's like a City of Buffalo flag, but with the Sabres logo in the middle. And it's like really cool. Gold. Yeah, it is. Like, super cool. It, it's <laughs> There's a part of me, Joe, I want to go to the game for the giveaway. When's the last time you said that? At a Sabres game, like yeah. you, you never do. It's been a while, like it's. Uh, the, but they're starting. To, we talked to Paul Hamilton earlier on. They're starting to turn it around, and you know, really kind of like fan first stuff. I, I like that stuff. What was your favorite giveaway? My my favorite giveaway, and the reason I'm saying this is because I still have it, is the conference champion giveaway the season after the Stanley Cup. Oh yeah, I had that. My dad got it for me. I think my little brother inherited that. And where it is right now, I might have to text him right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> See, hey, what did you do with the banner? <laughs> what banner? The one uh, I gave you 11 years ago. <laughs> I know mine is hanging uh, in the rafters at my parents' basement. So it's uh, it's in the rafters. Yeah, let's hang it off a shelf at the bar. But still, it's hanging in my parents' basement, so I know it's in a good place. I still have the uh, red T-shirt from Game Three of the Stanley Cup Final. Oh, look at that, Dallas. Uh, it's still, you know, it's in there. I don't wear it anymore. I should. Right. Why not? Um, so it would fit me a lot better than when I was nine. But yeah, probably. <laughs> it, I still have it. Of course, you know how could I not? How could I not do it? Uh, but yeah, the, the give, like, little things like that. I, I like it. You know, fans getting in on. It, uh, the red and black coming back, you know, for people of our age, like that's perfect. Those were the, you know, between the ages of my age of six and 16. Yeah. Which that's your like, you know, if you're a sports fan, like those are the years that you're most into it and, you know, really formed. That's the color they wore. So excited to see that back and uh, really cool. And speaking of nostalgia, Joe, I got um, Springsteened by uh, Mark, yes. Tom, and Travis yesterday <laughs> Blink-182. I'm finally, you know, I after the Springsteen thing happened, and, you know, there were some people who saw the ticket prices, I, I said it's not the dynamic pricing that would make me upset. Like, I, I understand it. It's supply and demand. And, like, eventually, if those tickets don't sell at $2,000 or $500 or whatever they are, they would come down. But... They're kind of betting on somebody out there buying them. Um, well, it happened to me yesterday, right after we got off the air. I'm, you know, on here. I'm looking for tickets to the show. We ended up, uh, a buddy of mine got tickets uh, somewhere in the arena down in Pittsburgh. They're not coming here. But I was looking for seats on the floor. You know, I wanted to get there. I wanted to get there. His seats are somewhere in the arena. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm trying to get the seats on the floor, trying to get, and I keep getting, like, locked out, locked out, locked out. And then, you know, now I can go in, and you can buy them, but they are the dynamic price, $500 Ooh. to see that. On the floor. On the floor. And it's just, like, a few things, like, come to mind when I see that whole thing going. The first of it is the $500 thing doesn't, again, doesn't bother me. I want to stay consistent with this. I said it with Springsteen. Like, hey, if you don't want to pay it, supply and demand, baby. Like, that's right. So, so I want to be consistent with that. But you didn't want to go to Springsteen. You want to go to Blink-182. Yes, but, but like, the price point doesn't bother me. Like, if, okay. if people are willing to pay that, like, I just, I'm not going to pay that to go to a, any concert. Especially, you know, I've heard their voices. Now it's it's not the same as it was twenty years ago. No, but this could be the last time they tour. Not age wise, they just might never get together again. Yeah, that is possible. Yeah, I mean, sure, but right, it's I, I'm I'm not willing, and I'm fine with that. Like, if I'm not willing to pay that much money, like that is supply and demand. Yeah, whatever. That dyna- dynamic tick. If people aren't paying five hundred dollars, the price will come down, and maybe I'll be back in. Who knows? Yeah, just keep your eye on it. What I don't like is just the ticket buying process to where I didn't get a shot at them because you're like logging in on a phone and then even though you're already logged in they have to send you like some verification which takes another second and then even though it's like a minute after the tickets go on sale they're all bought up yeah <laughs> like that that part of the process is the frustrating one with buying tickets in 2020 it does does it make you feel just a little bit better though that you know real people bought those tickets up because of that process? 
Yeah, sure. Okay. I guess. A little little bit of positive. You know what? You do bring up a good point because I did look. I'm always curious. I did look on some of the secondary sites to see what. There's not many tickets listed. It's not like the shows from five, six years ago before they started doing this where immediately there'd be a billion tickets on the secondary I get market. tickets, and there's an entire section on the floor on StubHub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like that isn't happening. There's very few tickets out there, and the ones that are, it's like a Bills game. You know, hey, if you want to take this ticket from me, you're going to have to pay a ton of money because I'm not going to let it go. For So it is nice that there are people who want to go. It's not just like a computer buying them up. But it is like the process. It does kind of stink that you're like, what, my internet isn't fast enough or something like that. I, I don't have the newest iPhone. Like maybe that's why. People get the new iPhone now to it's get like, tickets to only for tickets. Like yeah. it's it's marginally faster. The only time you notice it is when you're logging on to Ticketmaster at 10 a.m. When you want to be number sixteen thousand in line. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you compare to the Toronto Second Show when when they announced that, or has that not gone on sale? That hasn't gone on sale mm. yet. I think it does today. Maybe I'll just uh, take a look. See Toronto, if you want, like on the floor now, their dynamic pricing, or maybe it's resale. It's like two thousand dollars. It's just hilarious. <laughs> Like what people are willing to pay. And then, so this is part number two. This I love this. Is just Ticketmaster, just what a great business. Because every all the comments online, it's just hilarious as I'm reading, you know, much like Bruce Springsteen. You have all these people online uh, ready to complain about the prices, of you course. know, like uh, $500 to see, you know, Blink. I thought there was supposed to be, you know, some punk band or whatever. Like, you know, uh, I don't know. Um, and they're all saying Ticketmaster is it's outrageous. And they're all directed at Ticketmaster as if like Ticketmaster is totally in charge of what artists charge for their shows. Right. Like. <laughs> No one is pointing like, oh, Blink-182, how dare you? You know, I have seen none of that, even though if Blink-182 didn't want that to happen, they could go to Ticketmaster and say, yes, don't do this. Don't do the dynamic pricing. Yeah. Like, don't do that supply and demand. Here are the prices. Or they could go say, yeah, we want everything to be 50 bucks. I Like Garth Brooks. Yeah. One, one price. <laughs> but no one's saying that. They're all getting mad at Ticketmaster. And Ticketmaster, the smartest company in the world, is like, that is our business model. We are going to be the fall guy for every artist in North America. When they get PO'd about how much tickets cost, how they can't, you know, all this stuff. Hey, Bruce, Paul, who, Bills, you know, whoever you are, we'll take the heat. That's our business. Yes. We will be just standing there in the line of fire, shielding you from all the negative comments and publicity. And then we'll check our bank account. Yeah. <laughs> we will take the heat for you. And that's what they do. It's They're so smart. It's like yeah. awesome. And I can't believe people are not everyone who's mad about the high ticket price. Be mad at the artist. Whether it's Taylor Swift or Blink-182 or Bruce Springsteen or the Rolling Stones. like It's not Ticketmaster who's deciding how much money. That you're gonna spend on these tickets, like be mad at the, but everyone rails against Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster's just there saying like, ah, yeah, like come give it. There's a reason everybody goes to them, yeah, because everyone gets mad at them and not the artist or the team. But they're it's still hilarious. the best. They're still the best. That's I, well, that's that's, that's why, why every artist picks picks to go with them because they're like, hey, we'll charge a ton of money and tell everyone to give us the blame. Yeah, I mean, 
it is incredible. But yeah, I got Springsteen yesterday, uh, so I'm well, I'm right in there with you. But I'm glad to hear that that someone you know did get tickets, so at least you know you have a chance to see the show. Oh yeah, so I uh, if I want to be in it's the arena, I'm there. Yeah. Like I, in my I've opinion, that's better than nothing. Got for a, a tour like this. Yeah, I've got a ticket with my name on it. It's not what I was hoping for, but right. it's right there. And then you know we'll see. <laughs> We'll see what happens down the line. I might tell him to sell that for you know five times what he paid for it. You've got till May to make a decision. I know, um, but uh, and I I didn't get scammed with tickets, uh, Joe. No, you did not. That's get the thing. Like I'm not about to. Um, you might call what the prices are a scam, but I'm not about to like fall for an email or something like that that tells me because I've been looking online. Uh, hey, you know we have tickets for you, box office price because you were in line. You made the waiting list because you bought, you know, this or that. You have an opportunity to buy these tickets at regular price. I won't fall for one of those, Joe. No, and you know, I'd like to think I don't fall for scams, Brian. But you know, these scammers are getting good, better, and be- I was about to say gooder and gooder. Uh, it's it's early on a, on a Thursday, and I I slept through my alarm. Um, they're getting better and better, and I uh, I get about one or two a day now. This is my fault. I sign up for almost everything, right? I put my email address in. Oh, that sounds good. 10% off. Yeah, send me all the spam email you want. Sell my email address. I don't care. I've got three of them. Uh, So I got this. And Brian, I showed you yesterday. I mean, it looks legit. It's got the Best Buy logo with an invoice number under it. It's got an email address address from Best Buy. And it it says this. Congratulations. Your Best Buy order is now placed. You may log in on your Best Buy account to track the status of your order. Let me point out that the link they give you looks like Best Buy. Uh, Don't click it because I hovered over it. It's not Best Buy. Um, (laughs) But apparently, I bought a Sony Bravia uh, for $945.86 that will be charged to my account. If I want to dispute it, I can click this link that claims it's Quicken uh, Intuit QuickBooks. Because it has the logo, Brian. But again, don't click the logo. So this is a, a popular scam I'm seeing. This and the congratulations, you've been awarded 50 bucks on PayPal are the two scams that I'm getting um, at least once a week. I like to think that I don't fall for any of the scams. Whether they come via phone, whether they... I, I was actually talking to you about this um, just the other day about how I got a phone call of something that I signed up for and gave my phone number to a known organization. And that same day, I got a phone call back replying to what I put my information in for. And I still didn't answer it because I'm like, I don't know. It's a scam. Like, who's calling me? Um, <laughs> I, I like to think I'm very guarded. You know, people coming to your door. I had one uh, just the other day and they're trying to. I always ask a lot of questions. And if you can't describe what's going on i'm like yeah see ya see ya later uh it was some like energy thing that they were uh trying to they're going door to door door to door like wow. old fa- which is a you might be less guarded you think oh door to door but i don't know like door to door and then i just ask well what is it and like when you start to stumble at something that simple all right i'm like yeah all right see you later yeah hey yeah. It, let me, you know, get my dog out here and, uh, <laughs> and then scare him away. But if there is a scam that would get me, and this is what I want, uh, you know, to hear from people on, like, what is the scam that gets you 8030930 uh, to weigh in with us here on WBEN? 
if there is a scam that gets me, it's one just like that, Joe, where it's something about your purchase or um, the shipping information on – like that one is especially good because my wife will order stuff that I'll get the email for like sometimes and I don't know, you know, what is – you know, she ordered something for a classroom or something. I have no idea. Stuff like that is the – that's the stuff that might get me to click on. If it says that I did something and I'm like, what did I do? Because, you know, I got the uh, brain fog, right? So uh, blame it on COVID or something. <laughs> That's the scam that could absolutely get me every time because I might click that link just to try and figure out, wait, did I actually buy this? Whether I try and be good and check all my statements and my accounts first to make sure nothing is actually out of it before I go forward with that. But those would be the ones that get me. Yeah, this one at first because, you know, I've got payments linked up to accounts. Brian, we talked about uh, subscription accounts yesterday. I've got my Apple wallet is full, which some people tell me not to do. Uh, so, you know, at first I'm thinking, oh, did someone really buy this $945 thing on one of my accounts? Um, but before I even went and looked account at, uh, after account, you, I, I just, you look closely, right? Hover over, don't click. Hover over the link, hover over the little logo, and you see the link they're going to send you to, and you realize, oh, come on, this is a scam. Anytime I see a dash in the address, mm-hmm. my guard's up. That's that's the first. This email didn't put my guard up because it looked like something I've ordered from Best Buy. This looked like something Best Buy would send you, um, especially if you had something ready to pick up. But once I hovered over the link and I saw the website, bestbuy-billings.com, yeah. I was like, no, I don't think this is real. There, And it's a little bit more tricky now with email on your phone because the actual email address isn't what shows up most of the time. It's like a name yes. or it's something like that, even if it's not somebody in your contacts. I just got one from um, – oh, I wish I didn't delete it because we were talking about it today. <laughs> it would have made sense to read it on the air, but I didn't open it. I just deleted it right away, and it was from you know, some – Organization, something that I've done business with before, but it didn't look right. So just boom, delete it. But it doesn't put the fake email address up there. It just puts whatever name they want it to be up there. So it yes. might get you. Like this was from Best Buy. The email address, again, you click on it and you, you dig a little bit, you can see that it's notification at bestbuy-billings.com. Uh, but when I opened it, it was Best Buy invoice. Best Buy invoice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's when, when at first I, go, I started freaking out. And I, like you did, I, I'm going to have to look through all my accounts again. Then I did some research. I also went back and looked at my accounts after I calmed myself down. There was no $945 charge. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that'll happen. All right. Uh, what, what gets you? Have you fallen for something? Uh, what do you do? 8030930. Let's go to the phones. Joan, Joan in uh, Buffalo. You're on WBEN. All right. Uh, have you fallen for something like this in the past, Joan? Uh, yes, unfortunately. I purchased three tickets to see Brantley Gilbert back at the, in the summer. And I originally purchased two tickets, and then we decided another person was going to join us. So I purchased the extra seat, like just. Within a few hours, I, you know, made that decision. When I showed up to the concert, two of my tickets, they said, were invalid and fraudulent. And luckily, ticket, it was through Ticketmaster. They were very, very nice. 
I ended up, they said I was way overcharged for these tickets. I couldn't understand why I couldn't process these tickets through my phone. But they said this happens every day. The, it's a tickets.com, and somehow I got flashed or rerouted to tickets.com, which I believed was a Ticketmaster site. And I was able to purchase the two tickets so the three of us could get into the concert. When I went back and looked at my account, I was charged about three times the amount. Mm. And fortunately, my bank reimbursed me the funds. I was able to look into it, but I want people to know that Tickets.com is a complete fraud. Well, that's not, again, Joan, not entirely true all the time. And thanks for the call. Tickets.com is a reputable. There is a Tickets.com that is a Bison tickets. Yeah, I mean, that's where uh, Sabres tickets used to be out of Tickets.com. And they are still, even though a lot of people have gone away from them, they are still... In existence and but reputable. So, someone was mimicking that site. That's the thing you have to watch right. out for. It can look like it's from Tickets.com. If you dig a little deeper, it's actually not. It can be very confusing. But that's how they get you. Now, we're talking online scams. We're talking you know scams in your email, uh, scams like Joan just mentioned. When we come back, Brian, I have a story of getting scammed the old-fashioned way right in front of my face. All right. And I'll tell you when we come back. All right. Beam as and Beamer on WBEM. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, Beamaz and Beamer back here on WBEN. Brian Mazarowski here, Joe Beamer alongside me. And uh, Joe, you uh, teased us last segment. So uh, this was, I want to say, my sophomore year of college, but I, it, it's either 08 or 09 this happened. And, you know, Taylor Swift was this up and coming artist, Brian. You know, I don't know if you've heard of her. Uh, she went on to do pretty well. Uh, with her music career. This is when she was still a country music star and her first album was out and she was at the Erie County Fair. So my buddy Joe and I, uh, we were at the fair and we, th- we thought, hey, let's see if we can score some cheap tickets to see this Taylor Swift. 
someone else was opening for, like, that was, you know, they had a big country hit at the time, but I can't remember the name, so I apologize. Anyway, so we go, and, you know, you had people out there trying to sell tickets, and we bought these two tickets uh, from these people. They, they were real tickets, right? Uh, so we buy them, and then we walk up, and they go to scan them. They had already been scanned. Mm-hmm. These people scanned their tickets, walked in, got their hand printed, and then try to sell the tickets that they had already scanned mm. at the door. That was my first uh, my first scam. Now, it took us like 35 minutes. Um, but, you know, we waited, waited, waited. We saw these people walk back out. Because you know how the fair is. You have yeah. the other side. And my friend Joe is uh, a scary-looking guy. Like, you know, no, one, no one's going to run away from me. But Joe's a scary-looking guy. And um, he, you know, said, hey. Talked to them and we got our money back. But that that. Was, that was the first scam that I fell for. Never thought anything of it. Ever obviously ever since then, very weary of buying yeah. uh, mar- tickets on the second market. With these websites now, it's you know it, it's a little better. But uh, in person, I don't think I'll ever buy tickets on the street again. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, I, I think that way all the time. Especially you ever see somebody trying to scalp like printed out tickets. Like, oh yeah, buddy, please. Yeah, like, how many of these did you print out? Like, <laughs> I, I that has to be a hard grift to uh, get the printed out tickets done the, that way. The saddest part of that story, we didn't get to go see Taylor Swift. Ah, oh, yeah, too bad. So I, I thought, you know, it, it does not have a, a a happy ending. It has a I went and got a, a blooming onion and we left. <laughs> <laughs> you got your money back, though, which is better than you can say for some people. Yes. Uh, Charlie in Depew. Charlie, you're on WBEN. All right. Uh, you've been caught up in a scam before? Yeah. You know, this was this was one that I fell for. I was at a local grocery store and uh, waiting in line to cash out. There was it was a hand, you know, a bunch of people in front of us. Uh, and there was this old woman, older woman that was in front of me. And at the time, I was wearing a jacket. My jacket was from work. I had my name on it. And, uh, you know, the lady's staring at me and staring at me and her eyes are tearing up and tearing up. And she and I asked her, I'm like, are you OK? And she's like, oh, she says, she says, my son's name is Charlie. She goes, and you look just like him. And I says, oh, yeah. And, and she's like, yeah, she goes, he passed away, you know, a few years back. And, you know, she had me talking for a while. And and uh, she's like, could you do me a favor? She says, she goes after she says, when I leave, she goes, can you just say bye, mom? And I'm like, geez, I'm like, she says it would mean so much to me. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. You know, no problem. So, you know, we're sitting there talking as, you know, as, you know, we're waiting to cash out. Well, anyway, she does her thing and she leaves and she says, she goes, bye, Charlie. And I'm like, bye, mom. And, uh, you know, and she started tearing up and she walked away. Uh, I thought I did a nice thing for somebody. So now I cash out and I'm getting you know ready to do my thing. Well, now my bill is like, $80 $80 more than the groceries that I actually bought. And so I oh, said to no. the cashier, I said, yeah, I said to the cashier, I says, well, I said, something isn't right here. And she says, oh, that woman that was in front of you said you were her son and that you were going to take care of her bill. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> that is a rough one. And that's like an that's, old fashioned one too, Charlie. Yeah. yeah Just trying to be one. a nice guy. So you got, yeah. you got stuck with the whole bill? I, yeah, you know what? Because I, I mean, I, I mean, I tried explaining it to them, and they were they were pretty good about it, and they, but you know, but I didn't want to make it seem like I was part of a scam and trying to get this woman away with her money. So I'm like, you know what? 
you know, I had the cash, so I just paid it, and I'm like, lesson learned. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. But, it, uh, it, you no. can, it, there is a possibility of being too nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was there now. There's this other scam. Didn't happen to me, but I I know the people it happened to. Uh, their gas grill was stolen out of their backyard. And a couple weeks later, the gas grill showed back up, and when they opened it up, there was an envelope inside. And there was a letter that said, we really apologize. You know, our son stole your grill. Uh, he told us where it came from. We wanted to bring it back to make it up to you. You know, here's two tickets to the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> and uh, when the day came, the people used the tickets. They went to go see Phantom of the Opera. When they came back, uh, almost all their house was cleaned out. I mean, that's oh, uh, that's like man. A, that almost is like an old wives tale, Charlie. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for calling in. These scams have gotten more sophisticated over and like that's uh, I'm a little suspicious of that last one. You know, my scam meters on Joe. I'm a little, you think we're getting scammed? I, I, I don't know. I, I think that sounds a little too uh, good to be true, but. I, you look at our uh, text board, 8030930, to send us a text or give us a call, 8030930 on WBEN. Um, and you have the one person who chimes in, all right, ever since I received that million dollars from my dead relative in another part of the world, you know, I know scam. But it is, it's crazy because that's like still to this day the picture that everyone has of a scam yes like just that over the top you know like clearly fake type of scam and i almost think it's a disservice because it ignores the way that scams operate now like i maybe it's still out there you know maybe it really is like people are still trying to pull the um nigerian prince uh prince scam on people and say, oh, you've inherited this money, or I need you to hold on to this money. Well, I mean, Joe, we were just talking about, right, the uh, lady who was being emailed by the supposedly a Russian astronaut who needed money to return to space, yeah. to, <laughs> to return from space, to come and uh, date her. And she gave, like, thousands of dollars. It, it was unbelievable. But that's the thing. I mean, if one person hits on these scams, it was worth it. That's, that's a day's work right there. $30,000 for a day's work. But for the most part... They've gotten more sophisticated. They're a little more tricky. And it's not something so over the top. It's something like you said, Joe, with that email that you got or the email that I you know, got and deleted early this morning. It's from somewhere that you know. It's something that's really plausible. Hey, you bought this. Click here to claim your refund. Um, you know, class action lawsuit and you have uh, gotten, you know, whatever it is. Right. There are things that could potentially be real like they sound really real it doesn't sound like i inherited a million dollars from a long lost relative and that's how i think they're getting a lot of people because you know sometimes you do let your guard down it stinks that you have to have your guard up for everything that you see online especially in your email inbox but that's the way it is yeah, I, I, another one outside of the email brian that we hear of it seems every holiday season is the grandparent scam You've heard of this one? What's that one? Well, that's where someone calls. Um, oh, yes. Okay. An, now I... an elderly resident or someone. Hits this a... happened to my grandmother. Yeah. So that's a, and they say it's their grandchild. And this, she called me and she kind of knew. She was like, this doesn't sound like you. Um, I don't know how, you know, they knew they must have got her to say my name or something. I, I don't know how, you know, the original phone conversation went on. 
But she called me after saying that, you know, this had happened to her. She didn't send any money, obviously, but, and I was like, no, I'm like cutting the grass. <laughs> like, I'm not in prison. I, I'm, I'm right here. Uh, I, I don't need any help right now, but that happens all over the place. Yeah, and we uh, I did a show on this uh, probably a year or so ago and um, had people call in that had either themselves fallen for it and paid money or knew of someone that uh, had paid money. And, you know, and that what follows when that finally happened, when, when that happens is an uh, investigation and um, they don't usually find yeah, so those responsible. What do you do if, I, because I, I think like this, if somebody ever actually needed my help, would I know to help them? Right, like you mentioned, having your guard up all the time. You have to. For these scams, you mentioned the grandmother scam, and like that's a all oh, right, you know, whoever needs your help. Like, is there something that you would say? Is there a way of knowing where, like, if you got one of those calls and, you know, God forbid it was somebody who actually did need your help, you know, somebody, uh, you, you get hit by a car, someone finds your phone, they dial, you know, whatever the emergency contact is, and I don't know, they need to figure that out. How would you know, right, uh, before just simply dismissing it? If I ever need your help, Brian, I will not be asking for you to go to Walgreens and buy gift cards yeah, that's true. and then transfer the balance to me. Very rarely <laughs> would I need your help right away that it would involve a money order, Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, it is one of those things where I feel like for the most part, if you wound up in legal trouble, like, I'll spend an hour here before you know and figure out a way to get the money before calling you yeah to send an instant money order yeah hey, from an you, unknown number can you go to western union and uh send me some yeah money? <laughs> don't put your name on the on the order usually uh doesn't work we'll go to another brian all right brian you're on wben um what do you think have you been scammed before uh i haven't um <clears throat> but uh, my mother has been scammed twice she lives in a, in a wealthy address just outside of Hamilton. She's, she was 92 at the time. She's 94. Um, one was a letter from supposedly a relative of her new husband. Uh, again, we've left you a bunch of money. It's Portugal. You're the last relative. As soon as I looked at the letter, I said, throw it in the garbage. Bad spelling, two different emails, bad, horrible grammar. That was okay. Uh, but two years ago, she gets a call like 8 at night. The guy says, Mom, on the phone course right away she goes brian because i'm her only son and he goes into this thing this spiel uh i've been in a car accident uh, there's a lawyer here and a, and a police officer uh I, if i don't get four thousand dollars i'm going to jail i, I, I hit a sign a, an ontario government sign and and they, they want to send me to jail they actually had two other guys with voices like they came on guy gave his badge number claimed he'd be a police officer and my mom she, she, she's run businesses like she's sharp as a tack. She doesn't miss a dime. But for some reason, she just went with it. They actually got in the car and went to our local shopper's drug mart, like our CVS version up here. And thank God the lady behind the counter at 830 or 9 at, at night, when we were, she said, listen, ma'am, uh, you're being scammed. She refused to sell her the $4,000 of these scene tickets. They're tickets you can use all over the world for entertainment. Okay. Once you get the, then what, when you give the number on the ticket, that's it. The money's gone. It can be used. So hmm. she went to the police station and the police officer right away 
uh, downtown Hamilton, where she lives, they right away said, no, man, you, you, that lady did you a solid. She was going to, and listen, my mom is comfortable. Uh, she, owns, she still owns the business. My father left her. She lives in a very nice part of town. $4,000 wouldn't have harmed her. But what was scary is you do that to a pensioner making 800 bucks a month, that's $4,000 might be half of their life savings. It's the cruelest, saddest thing I think you can do to a, an old person. It's terrible. You know, and I, I, you bring up that person behind the counter. I, I hope that happens more often than you hear about it, Brian, because that like those people have to kind of have their head on a swivel, too. Because that's if you're working it, you have a place that does money orders. You're selling like those kind of tickets or credit card, like prepaid credit cards. You know that like these are the targets for these scammers. Yep, I went the next day to the the, the, the shoppers drug mart, the drug store, and I asked for the manager, and the employee wasn't working that day. Because, but I just made sure. I said this was what happened. Tell your employer. <laughs> She saved my mother $4,000 by her vigilance, and please thank her. I never did get to meet her, but I went back because it was I, – I just said to my mom, like, why wouldn't you just call me? Get, get another phone. Get your husband, my stepfather, to call me. It's, you know, 8 o'clock. Why would you just immediately use your credulity instead of your usual incredulity? She doesn't trust anything else, but it sounded so official and – the, the, mm-hmm. the fake cop gave his badge number and like, nope, you're going to jail. And the guy gets back on and goes, Mom, please. Yeah, you're like, caught off guard in a scary situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you grew up at 92 where you trusted authority. When a bank called, you went, oh, okay, well, I, here's my number. I guess, yeah. uh, the, you know, when the police knocked at your door or a guy showed up in a uniform or, or in a suit saying he was from some, you just assumed because it was a more trusting generation. Well, now you've got to head your head on a swivel, like you said, and any person of age or listening, you know, get your parents or your grandparents to call you. If someone claims to be you, get them to say, what's your phone number? I'll call you back when I've confirmed. And, you know, 80 percent of the time it's going to be bogus. But they play the numbers. If they call 100 numbers in a day, if they get one or two and get four or five thousand, boom, they do that every day. Like, uh, Brian, I think you said earlier. It's a job. You you just made bank. It's a it's a war of numbers, and there's just enough people who are naive, and believe believe. And the sad, like I said, the sad part is people with that much money would damage their ability to feed themselves or mm-hmm. or or exist and live. That's the these guys need to be put on a ship, and sank at sea. Like these are animal people from all over the world that do this kind of stuff. And I don't, I don't know how they sleep at night because they have parents and grandparents, but they need to go away, if you know what I mean. It is uh, too bad. Hey, Brian, thanks for the call. And that's a good story that uh, you shared with us there. I, it is, like, sad. It is, like, the, one of the worst things you could do is to take somebody vulnerable, to scare somebody into parting with their money. And so, you know, in some points, he mentioned, like, oh, that money could be, you know, half of your savings or something. Like, in some cases, people do scam people out of their life savings. Yes. Uh, and it is one of, like, the just the grossest things you could do. It's, and, and, you know, it's the sad thing is there are people who that's what they do every day, Brian. I mean, the, every day is attempt to scam someone out of money. That's it's, it's sad that people are out there. But I do think 
stuff like we're doing right now. And, you know, it's something that's mentioned more regularly. It's in the news more regularly. And I think that that idea of having your guard up, I think more and more people go into their email inbox, their eat their mail, uh, phone calls. I think they all go, more and more people are going in with their guard up because, I mean, it's hard to not have heard one of these examples. Sad to say, but I don't know. Like, that's a sign of the times. That's where you live. It's yeah. not just the uh, crazy email you get. It's just about everywhere and uh, getting more and more sophisticated all the time. Um, all right. Uh, Sabres open up tonight. We were talking about that a little bit earlier on. Like, I want to – I talked about this with Paul Hamilton. They gave out uh, – they extended their coach. They extended the GM. Uh, they're going to stay around. Then they extended uh, Samuelson, the defenseman, who I like a lot, Joe. And I, I want so bad to make fun of it because it is funny. Like the concept, the guy's played 54 games. He's He has not scored a goal, and he, he gets a seven-year contract. Yeah. Like, that's funny. I love the deal. Like, I think it's a great deal. <laughs> like, I think it's super smart for the Sabres to uh, kind of be acting like this. So you don't want to be on record making fun of it. No, but, like, it's it, it would it, if I were to make fun of it, it would be very easy to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Like, seven years for zero goals. Like, that's that's funny. You know, you find a way for one to go in, like every now and then. But the play Sab- eighty-two games. The Sabers will find a. Well, the Sabers will be the ones laughing at the end. I think it's uh, hopefully no one's laughing. Hopefully everyone's celebrating. Like it's a great deal. I, I think it is. Again, I, I loved. It. I, I love the player. He's yeah. one of, I like a big nasty hockey player, Joe. That's what I. That's what I mean. The Sabers will be laughing at the critics. Yeah, a little bit of grit. Um, a little bit. Of, let's hope we see that starting tonight. I it hope should so. be a good one against the Senators who, you know, I mean, say what you will about Ottawa. I think, by the way, Ottawa and Buffalo, two of the best-dressed teams in the NHL. Uniform matchup, I, I like think it so. yeah. a lot. And have fun to everybody who's going out to the arena tonight. Yeah, hopefully they can uh, start uh, start the season on a high note going into that afternoon matchup Saturday. Uh, Brian, we have, uh, we have a guest in studio tomorrow. Special guest. Yes. I feel like I don't want to spoil it. Oh. Special guest tomorrow. So we should just tease Su- that? Surprise. Special guest tomorrow. A Somebody who, if you have seen movies or watched TV, you would know very well. Yes, you know who this person is. <laughs> I know. I, what do you think? I mean, do you just want to say it? I don't. I feel like a, I like a surprise. I think we surprise it. I think we promo it an hour before the show tomorrow on social media. Sure. That works. Trying to get those followers up. I'm very excited. Going to be a fun show uh, tomorrow. Yes. Special guest live in studio. Always good to end the week on a fun show. I like that. Uh, so we'll be back here tomorrow, both of us and a special guest with BMS and Beamer on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.